The crash site would like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land on which we create, the Yagara and Turbal peoples. We also pay our respects to elders, past, present and emerging. Sovereignty was never ceded. Always was and always will be Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people's land. Help me. If you're listening to this, help me. I need medical attention. Something's wrong. Something's wrong. Something's Something's really wrong. wrong. Something's really, really, really wrong. Well, it's good, you know, we've we've poured ourselves another drink. Yeah. I think the date's going really well. Yeah. Um yeah. thus far. We've got, you know, a yeah. cordial handshake that's um mm. you know, like holding us, you know, yep. together. On, and we're coming the, up to set number two. On the second drink. We're so on the second drink, so the second good enough, set. Good enough of a date to know that they're sticking around. They're for sticking another, around for another for um, another round. The third, it's you know, one of those things it's 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 it may go either way. Mm-hmm. Mm. But you know, the second drink is the, the peak of the bell curve of a of a date. I think. Mm. I agree. I mm. agree. And and to start it off, I I want to ask you guys: if a crystal ball could tell you the truth about yourself, your life, the future, or anything else, what would you want to know? Oh God! I okay. I first of all thought no, I wouldn't look into the crystal ball. Yeah. Then I thought, what are the things? that other people perceive or like what have I done that has wronged someone? Yeah, that's good. Mm. And and can I see it from their perspective? Yeah. Yeah. My when you first said that question, my anxiety immediately took over and it was like you want to know what other people really think of you. <laughs> but I don't want to know that because Yeah. I think that would be heartbreaking <laughs> in some respects. I don't think you need to know exactly or, what everyone thinks of you. Or empowering. Or empowering. I think I'd like to see like all the possibilities of what I could achieve. Because I feel mm. like if I could visually see it mm. and that it's obtainable or whatever, then I, that might have an influence on how I lived out the rest of my life. I'd be scared though. Like, What if you're like, like show me my full potential? <laughs> it's like... A total done. In areas, and then you're just living under a bridge. <laughs> and you're like, fuck. But it's a like, nice bridge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, there's nothing wrong with a nice yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 You, you go broke building the bridge, which <laughs> you then subsequently have to live underneath. <laughs> Quite brilliant, actually. It's a good idea. <laughs> we, 
<laughs> we fun. do a where are they now podcast yeah. episode and Sam's under a fucking bridge. Aww. You, I don't know. Oh, you I'd just sounded that. like you enjoyed that. I would. I, I'm not getting into it. <laughs> um, I, I think I, it's a tough one. I kind of agree that I don't know if I want to ask anything that's too... Like, would lead me in any particular direction. But maybe, like, what else... Like, what do I still need to let go of? That's something I was thinking about. Maybe yeah. a little bit of guidance on just, like... Yeah. yeah what else am I... Like, because I think there's things that I'm holding on to that I don't even realise that I am. Um, that would be something that I think would be quite a... Yeah, it, possibly a helpful thing. But other mm. than that, I don't think there's anything... I don't want to know anything about my future because I want to keep, like... I want to keep chasing the like uncertainty of it. I want to know when I'm going to stub my toe next. Oh, that's a good one. And then avoid it. Avoid it. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> that's actually a good one. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Number two. <laughs> Is there something that you've dreamed of doing for a long time? Why haven't you done it? Living in another city. Oh, yeah. Uh, why haven't I done it? Because I love what what I have going here. And everyone and everything of Brisbane, like just at this point in my life, mm. it'd be really hard to to let go of. Long term road trip. Mm-hmm. Been thinking about that for so 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 long, and then just overcommit myself and procrastinate. Yeah, nice. Um, <laughs> this is a this is a bit of a left field one, but it was the first <laughs> thing that came to mind. <laughs> is I feel like there's part of me that's like always wanted to be in a fight. <laughs> <laughs> I can fucking help you out with that. Like, 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 you know, like just to like test my like own physicality. Like, I've never been in because I've always like my my like tactic is always like I can talk myself out of like, a lot yeah. of situations. Like, I'm very yeah. good at like talking and yeah. like having empathy, and I'm not a very like violent or angry person. But there's part of me that's like always imagine like. If I was to get in a fight, what would happen? Or if I was in like a life-threatening situation, like could I hold my own? Yeah. So I think like the reason I haven't is I'm not a violent or like aggressive person, and I don't I don't see violence as like a solution to anything. Mm-hmm. But I do sometimes imagine how I would deal with a fight or like situation. It's like <laughs> a survival instinct. Yeah. You want to know like how how if it kicks in if there's mm. another like accessed potential of you as like a human being primitive mm. thing. Yeah. Yeah. And what you're partial to, fight or flight, you know? Yeah. Like as an inherent, yeah. Yeah, yeah like, yeah. would Reaction. I, yeah, like, would it, what would, what would have to happen for me to, to fight, that. you know? Yeah. Because I think most, most of the time it's like, if there's a fighting situation, I'm probably going to, like, flee. Because, like, I don't really care. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, you know, like, there's no yeah, stakes. Yeah. I'd, like, I'd rather not have any injury or injure someone else. Yeah. yeah. But it's like, but the only circumstance is, like, if someone was, was threatening someone that I loved. You know, it's like if anyone did anything to my younger siblings, like, oh boy, yeah. Like, you know, like that's the only, that's the, there is something that is activated inside of me when I imagine like if anyone did anything to my younger siblings, Mm. like, yeah, (laughs) that's the only time that anger or aggression, you know, like Mm. is imagining that. Anyway, number three, what is the greatest accomplishment of your life? Oh, God. All aboard the, the thinking, thinking track. track. We're talking. What kind of like? Can we define what? An yeah, because that really is? comes down to what you value. Yeah. 
Is it up to us to decide? I think it's that? up to us to make a decision on that. I think the greatest accomplishment in my life is the relationship that I have with every single family member. Mm. Um, I think it takes a lot and it takes a lot of energy to develop those relationships, and everyone is completely different people. Um, and I think we've we've all worked really hard at that, and I think personally I've worked really hard on my side of things, and I think I have a really great relationship with all of them. I hope they feel the same way. That's what I value, and that's what I think is the best mm. accomplishment. I actually like think really proud of Pathos. Like honestly, yeah. like that for me is like an external, like produced thing, like that we put on together like it was huge mm. i think that's probably my my greatest accomplishment as a as a, as a thing you know i i think i'd agree with you like i mm. think my gut instinct was to flag pathos like in two perspectives like i think the first mm. is like this thing that we created yeah. and like we brought people together to create a project and to share it with the world mm. and like you know like i just think the achievement of what it was in itself and then I think also from a personal level is I think mm. Pathos represented a, a, a letting go for me yeah. of a lot of things that I hadn't let go of and a lot of things that like after the night, a lot of the like nightmare that was the realities of 2020 and like kind mm. of having to realize that I'd attached so much of my own self-worth to work and external validation mm-hmm. and to like come back and actually work through that and literally like, yeah. like I hit my like dark night of the soul you know, like early 2020 and like pathos was like the, in, you know, excuse like the very cheesy analogy, but like the Phoenix that came out of that, you know, like it was like this thing that we literally birthed mm. together and it, it literally came from like blood, sweat and tears of a community of people. And mm. it had a history that was like so significant. And it was like this like pairing of like this life I'd had overseas where it started yeah. with this life of like what Brisbane was. Mm. And you know, like us as a producing team, like Tarek and I knew each other from when we were kids, like saying yeah. we'd like worked on projects and had all this time yeah. apart and then coming together and building this thing and the friendships and the relationships yeah. and like, you know, like the love and just like community that came out of that. And like long lasting impact. Yeah. Um, like still, it's still relevant today. Yeah. You know, like in, in all of our circles as well, both um, professionally and socially. Yeah. 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 I agree. Yeah. yeah. I think it's like, yeah, really Yeah, it's just like, I just remember like, you know, seeing people come into that space and like, because obviously the scale of it as well was huge. Like the warehouse is big and it was like, yeah, enjoy it. Like this is, you know, this is our, this is our little baby. Yeah. 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 It was crazy. But I think it's definitely important to also like acknowledge the little things like and congratulate yourselves on like most things you do, you know, mm. like even in just like a day to day basis. Mm. Yeah. It's like really like important. Um, yeah, it's an important tool. Mm. Yeah. Actually, it's interesting, like, not to, like, just churn this one on, but it was, like, one thing I've thought about recently is, like, that I'm really proud of myself for is that I feel like I've really rewired my relationship with stress. Mm. Um, mm. Because I think I used to operate, like, a very high stress, and I'd like, like, I'd, like, work myself up. But I've actually, like, really tried to separate myself from stress and go, like... I, I can actually take control of that and I can let go of stress and anxiety in these situations and I can just let something be what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not perfect at that, but I think I've definitely got better over the past couple of months. 
Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of that has been because of pathos mm-hmm. and what we went through with that. Mm-hmm. But I do think that like you're exactly right. It's like mm-hmm. those little things and those little things about like being slightly better than we were yesterday yeah. that I think is really important to acknowledge of yeah. like what we're proud of. Mm. Next one. This I think this is quite a good one. Number four. What do you value most in a friendship? Mm. Humor. That's so crazy because that's my exact answer too. Yeah. One hundred percent. Yeah. The beauty of like finding the time. Yeah. Mm. And and like cherishing and relishing yeah. that. Yeah. That and like not worrying about not seeing each other, but just knowing that there'll there'll be a moment Mm. trust yeah Mm. trust yeah Mm. yeah i definitely resonate with that yeah but i do think like for me it's like humor it's like all of my i think most (laughs) of my friendships especially like over the past few years have come from humor Mm. this ability to laugh at the absurdity and the complexity (laughs) of like our own like experiences and just the human condition i think for me it always ends up being ground zero for a lot of my long-term friendships yeah you know and it's like a hundred percent there's trust and there's um love and there's respect and all of the other complex things that come out of any relationship but humor i think is like something that feeds it yeah humor has power like there is power and laughter you know the ability to like release you know yeah. like it is a release and it is it is like it can be spiritual like those moments where you laugh with someone and you literally like can't breathe <laughs> yeah, you know yeah. and it's like whole, like this is a fucking spiritual experience that we're having right now and if you yeah. ever look back on things that you've laughed about and remember them and the way that you yeah. create like I'm addicted to this idea of bits. Like when you create a bit with someone, you know that you've like bypassed like a base level of like a relationship because you have a bit that is yours. That the two of you or the three of you or whatever it is that share and only you know about it. Everyone else in the world, you've got a bit that you know at any point you can pull out and go, here's a bit. You know? Like, yeah, it's great. It's so cool. Yeah, it's fantastic. Number five, what is your most treasured memory? Oh, that's hard. It's really hard. You know what? Like, one of my most treasured memories is actually a dream I had. Mm. Well, which was the one I was describing earlier today. So it was the walking in my suburb mm. except the suburb was not recognizable it was it was very much just like the australian bush landscape lots of tall trees and i could hear birds like chirping and, and i was walking with my mother and my sister and that was it that was the dream was just walking and i was like really like the power of like my brain to have formulated that experience mm. i'm really holding on to it mm. it was beautiful such a hard question mm. like because there's so many things like i feel like in my head right now i'm just like there's so many like significant memories that i have with different people mm. but i'm so hesitant to call that my most treasured memory because there's so many other people that aren't there for that mm. yeah that like that m- means so much yeah. mm. um it's like a treasure chest of memories you like open yeah. it up and there's like you're just like digging through it. there's so many right like yeah. it's not like one specific no. moment but it's like a 
Like, part of me was like, oh, treasured memory is my ability right now to, like, look back on all of these memories that I hold dear, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and I think about ones that I had when I was at college, ones that, like, of, like, seeing my family and, like, you know, deep moments of, like, gratitude, like, those moments of gratitude, mm-hmm. you know? Like, that you, like, hold on to, like, with someone and, like, you're... The way, when you look back on yourself, you look back at moments you've had with people. Um, yeah. It's really hard to communicate moments like that too because it's so deeply like intricate and and subjective. Yeah. Mm. Like I feel like almost it's better to just like sit in like thinking about these memories and not actually communicate them, but like talk about how it feels. You know, Be- like yeah, because it, like words don't do it justice. Mm. You know, like the so and and it's like some of those memories too. It's like there's memories that I'm thinking of that mm. I'm like aren't mine they're not just mine to share uh-huh. yeah you know yeah, yeah. like other people are a part of that definitely um i do think like if i was to narrow down to one that i feel like i feel like comfortable sharing or like one that is like particularly resonant is like a significant moment um is and and that like changed my a, a lot of my perspective on things was when my mate andrew and i went on our van trip like it was like a big sort of like moment where like really felt like we were guided to go on a van trip, you know, like the thing, the way things happen, like it was a spiritual experience, the Mm. way that we decided to go on a van trip, the amount of healing that happened on that whole trip. Mm. But we're about a weekend and we stayed at this like campsite, this like farm stay and we went motorbike riding one morning and like we'd seen the sunset the night before and we went out to, we are in, yeah, Rockhampton. We, we drove out to Yapoon and we spent the day by the beach. Um, I remember, like, I went to the gym and we, and we were, like, we basically decided that we were going to do MDMA together mm. for the first time. Um, and we'd done a heap of research on it. Like, we'd really, like, done a heap of research about what supplements to take and, like, how to, like, do it healthily. And we got it from a very, like, like uh, legitimate source. So we knew that, like, it, the purity of it. Um and we drove out and we, we were like, we found this campsite basically in the middle of this national park. And we're like, if it's the, if we feel like it's right, let's do it tonight. And we drove out and we like literally just driving down this, like this sort of like dirt road. And there's these emus <laughs> on the, on the path that mm-hmm. we have to like slow down for in our like van. That, and we're like living out of this van <laughs> and we pull into this place and it's like, basically you just it's like an outcrop of land in the middle of a forest Mm. um and you just pull in you find a spot anywhere you want and you just sit down and you just like leave 20 dollars in the in the sort of like trust jar Mm. um or it's like whatever you can afford kind of thing um and we pull in and we like see the spot down in this corner because a lot of the other spots have been taken by people but we find this little spot and we're like, yeah, let's pull in there. And we pull in and we park our car, our van to kind of block us. So we've got this private little spot around a campfire surrounded by trees. And we're like, yeah, I think it feels like right to do this. Um, and we both like, yeah, we both like take MDMA together and it like sort of starts to kick in and we go for this little walk and we're looking up and like the sky was purple. Like I remember the sky just being so beautifully purple and we like walked around and then we sat down in our camp chairs and for the next like four and a half hours, we just stared into this fire that we made. And it's the best fire that we've ever made. Mm-hmm. Like, like no fire has burned like the fire that we made. Like yeah. it was crazy. And literally it was like in that four and a half hours, I processed the first 22 years of my life. Mm. 
like I went back to all I went back to all of these memories mm. like memories that I didn't even realize I had some of which were incredibly beautiful some of which were incredibly traumatic mm. but I like processed them I dealt with them and I went back to like oh. things that I didn't even know what happened to me and I like un- I can't untied them and I let myself free from a lot of things and you know like it would be like we'd both sit there and we'd stare into this fire and like every like half hour or so we'd, we'd both just go wow wow and then we'd get up and we'd embrace each other and we'd hug each other and be like, I love you, bro. Like, I fucking love you. Like, like this is beautiful. Um, and it was just such, like, just a beautiful moment of, like, um, also just recognizing, like, how much growth we'd gone through to get to this point in our lives. Um, so, yeah. That's, Thanks for sharing. Yeah. I, um, I think it's, like, moments that, like, make you feel human. Mm-hmm. You know? You really recognize that experience. They, they, they are the ones that stick out. And that's what I feel, at least. Yeah. There's moments we... Yeah. Moments, yeah. yeah. Or like those emotions where you like do, can't pinpoint what the emotion you're feeling is, but you know you're <laughs> feeling so much. Yeah. Yeah. And you're like, there is no word. Yeah. Like, I'm not happy. I'm not sad. I'm not like anything. I just like am. <laughs> yeah. I would probably have to say meeting Willow. Yeah, oh, wow. Yeah, wow. 100%. Like, she was just... And just everything that came with Willow, like, it was it was all moderately unexpected, but, oh, my God, she's just, she's just like, trying to comprehend that, like, this tiny little life can just appear mm. in the world and absolutely spin mm. everything on its head, you know? Yeah. And she's just, like, this confident little ball of light you know and it's it's weird to think about all of the stress and anxiety that you accumulate over life and then trying to translate that into looking at this like part like piece of joy you know like and thinking that they're gonna have to deal with their own version of all of that it just doesn't you can't comprehend it it doesn't make sense and when they're just this tiny little thing and you're holding them. And I remember holding her and there was this one time that a mentee, when he was younger, like fell, we were at something and he fell asleep and I had a really similar feeling. He fell asleep and he's like in my lap and I'm holding him and it's just like immense, pure love. You know, like, like your whole mm. nervous system is just flooded with joy. It's mm. like so strong. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, it's beautiful. <laughs> well, before we all tear up, I'd be like listening to both of you. Then was literally like falling in love a little more. No, no, literally, <laughs> literally, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. but I, I feel like there's like such a resonance to is that like, mm. I think we all know that feeling. Mm. you know like and there's so many different ways and different like unique ways in our own lives and like I think that everyone has those moments where they just go like like life is fucking beautiful mm. and there's like something so here like and, and it's intangible we don't talk about it often but like we all have those moments where we have just fallen in love with like the experience of being like a human being yeah mm. um the next question is what is your most terrible memory <laughs> And I'm like, I'm like, fuck. We can, we can. Skip I kind of want to skip that one because I, I just feel like it like doesn't. I prefer to sit in the joy a little. Yeah, bit. me too. No, me I too. agree. So we're gonna skip that one. 
If you knew that in one year you would die suddenly, <laughs> okay. would, would you? What, would you change anything about the way you are now living? No. I don't know. I'd have to be told that to know. I'd stop working. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, fair enough. Like, if you were genuinely given a timeline, mm. you know? But like, I feel like I'm kind of... <laughs> throw back to my morbid comment yeah. from section one, but I feel like I'm always vaguely working off a short timeline mm. in my brain. Yeah. So I'm trying my best to do exactly mm. what I would want to be doing. And yeah, if someone sat me down and was like, okay, 12 months, bang, that's it. I'd be like, okay, I know that I've got enough to just drop all of that and just experience life. But for me, I also feel like a major focus at the moment of experience is working. Yeah. Like, I yeah. really enjoy working and yeah, learning. Yeah. And I'm at that point in my life where there's just so much to learn and mm. so much to experience through work. So yes, I'm crazy busy and all over the place, but there's there's an experience within that. Yeah. You know, so I don't know if I would change anything right now. Yeah, I think the only thing that would change for me is I think it's like I would let go of a couple of things of like working for other people and I would mm. do this, like I would just like write myself a bucket list of the last things that I really want to do. Mm. But I've got those things already allocated in my life longer term yeah. you know like yeah yeah but i definitely would do like yeah. one more big project you know like that would be like the last thing Snakes in a the can. Can. <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> magnum opus yeah, yeah. <laughs> snakes in a can yeah <laughs> keep an eye out for that it's coming soon you wait <laughs> The can. <laughs> the can opens. Yeah, yeah, a snake yeah. climbs out. <laughs> it's an audio book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Experience of a theatre show but in an audio book. Yeah, audio yeah, book. and it's like a picture book but an audio book. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I assume we just create different scenes uh, Okay, audio. I actually think we would create some cool picture books. Yeah. Like, I think, like, the adult... I, I feel like maybe there's an untapped market in the adult picture book. I know there's comics <laughs> and stuff. But no, but like literally uh, yeah. using the form of like a children's... Coffee books. We've had yeah. this discussion. Coffee table books. Yeah, table they're, books. they're really actually cool. Big fan. Let's do it. Mm. Right. That's our project. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what does friendship mean to you? I feel like we have sort of answers. We spoke about like the quality valuable. that like draws it, us to it, but yeah. what does it like mean as a, as, a, mm. as a thing? Like what is... I don't know. I don't know how to answer that. I feel like friendship, like true friendship, mm. is the ability to be yourself with another person. Yeah. And trust in... It's like a trusting in one another that we can both be ourselves and we are not going to judge each other. Mm. And I feel like there's a growth period that you have when you, when you sort of like reach an age, a certain age in like your early 20s where you start to realize, wait, a lot of these friends that I may have aren't actually like true like friends. Mm -hmm. mm. It's like we've been around because of circumstance, mm. but... Like, a true friendship, there is no judgment. Mm. Mm. There is a belief in one another and a trust in one another and a love for one another. That, that is, like, together we can be our total selves and we make each other better mm. through that. And I feel like that is, like, what friendship is. 
It's like a feeling, not an expectation. Beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. Support network. Yeah. You know, someone to be there for you and someone to be there for. I think they can teach you a lot about life, but friendship, I think, realistically means support and whether mm. that's through fun or like holding each other or whatever it is yeah whatever it may entail yeah yeah you're there for each other you know because not everyone gets that automatic support network of family mm. yeah you know yeah. so your your chosen family or your friends or however you want to call them that's that's what they're there to do i think there's also someone with a friend that's like if if something was ever really wrong like mm. if you ever really needed something mm. It's like a friend is someone you would call mm. and you know, like would you know, drop anything. Yeah. Like, you know, like it's like, it's like, I think about like for all of us, you know, and like other people in all of our own individual lives. It's like, if anything was wrong, like if, if you guys called me at like three in the morning and like wherever I was, you'd be like, like <laughs> I'd be like, bro, it is three in the fucking morning. I'm getting up for the gym I'm in an hour. Yeah, like, yeah, could you, yeah, like, yeah. Like, leave you'd me be out. on the elliptical. <laughs> <laughs> Go for Zed. <laughs> no, but like, like, like drop fucking everything, you yeah. know, and like be there, yeah. you know, like whatever that was, yeah. because like nothing else is as important as that connection, mm. you know? Mm. Friendship is a choice. Yeah. As I was thinking, it's like, I think that idea yeah. of like chosen family, it's like, like, cause I think, you know, like family is loaded and a lot of people have very different experiences with it. And I think we're all very grateful to have like incredibly like privileged family, you know, like families and mm. in, in, yeah. in the sense of like our relationships with our family are very strong, totally. mm. but like friendship is chosen yeah. and it's a choice for everyone. And we lean into that. And there's, it's this beautiful thing of like, we get to choose, mm. you know, mm. To like live life together and experience one another. Mm. Ro- what roles do love? Question number nine. What roles do love and affection play in your life? In what sense of the meaning? <laughs> that that is it's, loose. It's like That's a, <laughs> that is loose. <laughs> that is loose. Loose as a ghost. It's like a it's like a sense of comfort. Yeah. It's like a pillow. It's like a pillow. Something for me to rest my head on. Mm. I think it feels weird to... I, I feel like there's a, there's a... It's kind of insinuated this relationship between love and affection in this question. Whereas, like, I kind of would separate them. Like, like love, I think, is something that is just immediate and everything and something I try and, like, lean myself yeah. towards in all aspects of my life. Mm. Whereas affection, I feel like, is implying sort of, like, intimacy, intimacy. maybe. But, it, like, it, I guess it depends what, yeah, what your definition of affection is, whether that means, like, physical yeah. affection or, like, su- like mental support or, like, what your, yeah. Yeah. And, and I think that makes it a little bit hard and, and, and to kind of come to any, like, tangible breakdown of it yeah. i i honestly kind of would critique this question a little bit is i feel like <laughs> I, I like you don't want to answer something you're like i think i would like critique this answer. <laughs> That's so well true. i just feel like it feels like implied the system <laughs> i know what you mean i know no, like it from. feels yeah. like it's, it's implying a specific like correlation yeah. here i'm like kind of get to the point is it like so, sexuality mm. is it you know, like, is it is it intimacy and, and vulnerability? But the, the, I think that's what they're, they're trying to achieve, yeah. the question, but it may be worded wrong. Yeah. 
Yeah. So I feel like they've. I feel like then to answer it, it's like I think love is a, something that I I really have come to understand is something that I want to like lead a lot of the decisions in my life. Mm. You know, I want to make decisions out of love, not fear. Mm. Um, and that's really important. I think affection is something that I've recently discovered is something that's been really really important. And what affection is 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 intimacy and vulnerability, and that they are something that I think if you if you develop an understanding of intimacy and vulnerability with yourself, it allows you to connect more deeply with other people mm. and develop intimacy and vulnerability with other people. And mm. that affection for one another is beautiful. Hmm. I think, uh, yeah, love and affection should be ubiquitous and plentiful. Mm. Yeah, beautiful. Mm. Fuck the system. <laughs> I'm not an over. I'm not an overly affectionate person. I think I, I, I find intimacy mm. and affection within, um, honest, yep. and vulnerable moments. You know, like yeah. I'm not, yeah. I'm not a very touchy feely person, and I'm not here for like forced intimacy either. Mm, like, no. just genuine, honest, simple connections. Yeah. And all of the small things. That's what I. That would be my, how love and affection plays out in my life. Is yes appreciating the small intricacies of other people but mm. yeah i 100 second that um i think that's really actually quite a nice remark this sort of triggered my relationship to it too is it's not this like it's not an overly dramatized or like big thing it should just like it, it has its moments and it and it you know you can you can acknowledge it but or you can just sort of i also find it deeply personal mm. you know mm. yeah. like that's something that I enjoy keeping for myself sometimes. Yeah. Like, you know, those moments that you'll have and you'll just have, like, really, like, clarity, you know? <laughs> mm-hmm. And you're, you're, maybe you're watching someone or you're driving somewhere and you're thinking about a conversation you've had with someone and it's just, mm. it, the, like, a clear, honest relation with someone else and you're just like, hmm, yes, that's mine. I yeah. don't always need to, like... I also feel like I fuck it up when I try and say it. So I'm just like, that's just mine. That's yeah. mine. Let's accept that. Yeah. yeah. Really well articulated. I think that's like a, I think there's something really powerful in that. It's like the, the, this idea that it doesn't need to be accentuated or like implicitly described and pointed at. And like, mm. this is affection and this is what it is. I think there's a, there's a naivety to that. Cause I think when we grew up in like high school and, and like the way that media sort of portrays it, it's like affection and love yeah. and you know, yeah. this whole like dream of what it is, but it's like, no, it's like, it's actually raw. Mm. Like it is this raw thing that is so unique to everyone else. And it's like, I know like for me, like my own like intimate life is very, something like exactly that. It's like very private. Yeah. It's something that, and it's like very my own and it's between me and whoever else is there. Like, and, mm-hmm. and I, I think there was times where I was like, especially going to like a college campus where like everything is everyone's business. Mm. Like I felt really uncomfortable about that. Mm. But like when you have those moments of intimacy with another person, it doesn't even need to be like like sexual or anything like that. But like even like once again, like affection between friends, affection between like family members of like when you actually like you sit down with a family member and you like tell them that you love them and they say it back, you know, like, I think you about, understand them to a different level. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, I know, like, and I'm so gr- Like, it's mm. that ability to be grateful for a moment as it's happening, mm. you know, and to, like, look at someone else and go, like, and know that you're both feeling the same thing about this moment oh. is fucking beautiful. It makes me want to call 
my parents. I know. Yeah. I'm just, yeah. Yeah. It's so interesting we're talking about parents. Like, I was mm. just like, was talking to my mum in between yeah. these yeah. two sets. And, like, for a really long time, it's like I wouldn't tell my parents I love them. Mm. Like, on the phone and stuff. Um, and it wasn't until... It wasn't until going to the US and, like, going away and then coming back. And the only time I've really, really noticed it is when I finally came back home after mm. being away for four years. Mm. That, like, every time I say, like, leave my my mum in particular, or we're on the phone, it's like, it'll always end in I love you. And with both of my siblings now, mm. if I'm ever on the phone to them, like, I'll always say, like, I love you. Because mm. it's like, that's something I don't want to forget, and I don't want them to forget, and I want us to, like, know that, like, it's okay to say that, because it's, that's, like, the, the framework of our relationship. Mm. Yeah. You know, is that love. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Yeah, that's beautiful. Next question? Yeah. yeah. How many are there left? Um, so we, many. We now have we have three more of this section. All right, let's finish off this section. I yeah. yeah, yeah, and then we'll take another break. Sounds good. So alternate sharing something you consider a positive characteristic of your partner. Sorry. So share something that you consider a positive characteristic of your partner. So all three of us are gonna have to figure out a positive characteristic of two of the other people. Yeah, so why don't we go, like, person by person, the other two people say, like, one thing that they find is a positive attribute about that person or something they admire about that person. Mm. So one of us does one of us each? Or cool. everyone does the uh, two others? Wait. Wait. Okay. Okay. So basically, are just... you saying that, like, Zane says yours and then you say mine and then I say Zane's? No, 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 no. Or Tarek says both of you, Zane says both of us, you say both of no, us. No, I would say, let's start with Zane. You and I both say one thing that we really admire. So the same thing. But that I was saying yeah, the yeah, two, yeah. not You're the saying one. the same thing, We're but saying just the same from thing. a different perspective. Different perspective. Yeah, yeah. yeah got it. That yeah. shit's crazy. That was yeah. crazy. Yeah. You know what's even crazier? Was... What? Nothing. Okay. <laughs> Nothing crazy. is crazier than that. Honestly, <laughs> you confused me so much. And then you're like, yeah, that's what I was saying. And I was like, that did not sound like anything that you just said. <laughs> okay. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I was, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, <laughs> let's start with Zane. So we're both saying... We're both saying one thing, one characteristic about Zane that we love. Oh, that's hard. It's hard to narrow it down. There's so many things, but the mm. way I would narrow it down, I think about this a lot, is you're like the most down-to-earth person that mm. I've ever met. Like, your groundedness, I think, brings everyone else down to be grounded. Like, yeah. It brings everyone else down. <laughs> like a human sex. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. No, yeah, yeah. no, but I, I really do think it's like by spending more time with you and getting to know you so much more over the past like 12 months mm -hmm. is like I've become a more grounded and like grateful person. And I think, like, that is, like, so fucking beautiful and it is a gift that you have mm -hmm. is you make people feel comfortable when they're around you. Like, the amount of people that, like, I introduce you to mm -hmm. um, that are then, like, Zane is, like, such a nice guy. <laughs> like, like it, literally, literally everyone. Everyone. Like, literally like we everyone. had such a great conversation. Like, it is, like, yeah. such a beautiful thing and I think it's yeah. such a gift that you have. Thank you. I think you hold space with people, like... I've never seen you not genuinely interested in a conversation mm. and whether or not you like kind of like, cause we, you mm. know, we've all gotten to know each other pretty well and whether or not I think like if you're genuinely interested in that subject matter, whatever, mm. but you are always listening and present and you're not waiting for the next part to say like your sentence or whatever. 
you're just experiencing that connection in the moment and I think that relates to the groundedness that people feel mm. you know and uh, throwing back to something from set one was I think the empathy that we all share when we're interacting with other people mm. you know it's yeah. just it's I find it so interesting because I'm like very in my head but it's just like you you're so present <laughs> naturally like mm. you're not I can see that you're not trying like it's just who you are mm. yeah mm. It's awesome. I love it. Yeah, it's so good. You're yeah. so good to be around. Yeah, like, like I think yeah, I feel I like when yeah I feel like when we haven't hung out for a while, I'm like, oh, it's so like yeah. <laughs> yes, like yeah. I remember this feeling. I remember like how it feels because you feel seen. Yeah. When yeah. when you interact with you, like you feel mm. like someone is really trying to see you and understand mm. you. You're such a good it's listener. Like powerful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Love you. Love yeah. you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that was really sweet. Yeah. yeah. The questions did it. We're falling in love. <laughs> it only took two sets. <laughs> We're going Should we do Z? Or Andrew no. Tarek. no. <laughs> I was like, Dad. I can see you like pushing your legs. Like, We're moving no. around the circle. No. <laughs> okay, I'll start. All right. For Tarek. Yeah. You have a natural and inherent ability to like empower the people around you mm. Mm. and whether that's like you know in a really small way or or like in, in more of like a profound and impactful way like especially with the work you do and like the stories that you know you you you, you do share and tell not only yours but like the people that directly are involved in that yeah mm. Mm. yeah and also i do feel like a lot of the times when you know for example when you come around here or, or or we're just hanging out like you you also like be so present there and and hold space like or just at least in in the trio of us yeah like everyone else i'm like i can give a fuck (laughs) the time and energy yeah yeah really really thank you yeah i yeah i agree with all of that but i also think that you that you have like a fire in you you know that is like that is like that pulls other people in you know, and you like also help ignite those fires in other people. Like mm. you have a deep passion for the work that you do and for your relationships and for life itself. Mm. And you, you empower other people and you become a voice for other people and you lift other people up around you. Like in all the work that I've seen you do over the past 12 months, it's mm. like you are like a megaphone for other people and you're also a megaphone yeah. for yourself. Yeah. And mm. like your, your deep passion for everything that you do and for the life that you live and for the person you are is like, so inspiring and like it is a gift to like literally like like learn to know you and to understand like the the diversity of experience that you that you bring to like the lives of people around you because i think Mm. you have an ability and a gift in consolidating Mm. other people's experiences and ideas and helping share that and helping like bring that to other people and yeah it is just so inspiring and um yeah you're just an amazing person oh, and yeah you. you bring so much to to my life and to the lives of so many other people yeah thank you so much yeah i appreciate that i was super uncomfortable next question all right next question next question it's any boys tale I would like to start. Off with yeah, you. you go. And obviously, like, we've we've now had the the opportunity and the beautiful chance to live together for I don't know how long it's been now, 
not even six months, but um, I've learned so much from you, and I don't know if you know that, but it, it, when it comes to practicing creativity and mindfulness and experience, um, yeah, I, I, I just am constantly learning from you. And uh, you probably don't know, but yeah, thank you. <laughs> Yeah, I think that is such a good point. I think one of, I think one of your most impact you've, you've, you have a myriad of like positive attributes, right? But mm. one of, I feel like one of your most impactful ones is how you connect and resonate with people and teach and listen at the same time. Mm. You know, you you're you're like naturally drawn to experience and you crave new discovery and pushing boundaries but there's also like this softness to it where all you mm. want to do is share it it's not like you're hoarding these experiences it's like all you mm. want is to bring up everyone else you know and you love with you and you just you just naturally connect with i find it so easy to learn from you sometimes i shy away from when other people are trying to interact with mm. me in that way but it's like i all i every time you've taught me something new whether you mean to or not I, I'm just like waiting for that next dose of like being able to sit down and connect with you and listen to what you've been up to and what you're interested in because you're, see you're seeing the person that you're connecting it's that empathy thing as well you're seeing the person that you're connecting with mm -hmm. and you're wanting to teach them on like a spiritual level you know I watch you do it all the time like when we go to parties and stuff and you're just like you just said this little I'm not trying to blow too much smoke up your ass because also know you right? <laughs> but you, you kind of like this little prophet that's like wandering around and yeah. you're just you're so dedicated to like spiritual connection uh, whether that's between you and the person you're talking to or them and an idea mm. you know and when that other person is interested I can see it like there's mm. this other fire that lights up yeah. in you and it's and these amazing conversations you can overhear you have like it's yeah beacon of light 100 percent. thank you that yeah that's really beautiful thank you <laughs> <You're welcome. laughs> that felt really good yeah, yeah. Like, i was like that was like whole <laughs> that was like so beautiful <laughs> like, <laughs> oh these questions man <laughs> could end up in a throuple if we're not yeah, careful. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All of that. our respective partners are gonna be listening to this like we need that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. watch it. From now we have to all have our respective conversations. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. Sign this contract. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, Alright, we've got two more questions before we wrap up this goodness set. Me. Are they gonna be more Oh jeez? Um this is an interesting one and I feel like we've actually like kind of touched on this a lot. So I feel like these maybe we can quickly go through. Okay. Um, number 11 is how close and warm is your family? Do you feel like your childhood was happier than most other people's? Oh yeah. Look in a very short summed up way, I would describe my childhood as dappled light, but those warm moments were just mm. so warm and that's what kind of holds us together, you mm. know, and that's what at the essence of our family structure is just warmth love forgiveness respect mm -hmm. Mm. yeah beautiful mm. i feel like i i was given such a like privilege and this is just how i work and like i guess how i was brought up 
I wouldn't compare it to any other um, childhood or upbringing, but like my parents' um, natural ability to just let me be myself and let me explore and discover things as an individual, but also that foundation that they had and they led me through all of that and mm. they've always been and still are like so supportive of who I am and my decisions no matter what that mm. entails and that's quite warm and then not even just parents but also extended family as well yeah yeah yeah, yeah I feel like I didn't realise how significant my family was until I left mm. until like I like moved out and like at 18 like shot on the other side of the world mm. which also like happened to be a point where there was a massive change in my family dynamic because my parents were mm. divorced like as I went overseas mm. like literally it was like that was the point and that was like really difficult mm. um, it was really challenging but like to look at like where my family is at now is like like I have so much pride and like of like every individual member of my family and like the amount of growth that they've all gone through and mm. like um, who they allowed me to be through the process of growing up and the support they provided and where they challenged me and where they pushed me and like where they forced me to confront a lot of aspects of myself too. Mm. Um, and I particularly have a lot of pride and gratitude for like my younger siblings, you know, it's like, like mm -hmm. if like anything, like, as I said before, it's like, like I would absolutely die for them. Mm. You know, it's like, they mean the absolute world to me and mm. um, they like teach me to be a better version of myself and they mm. like remind me of the things that actually matter in life. Mm. And there's been something really beautiful about the transition I've had in my life of, seeing my parents as other human beings and as adults and being able to see them on their level yeah. and to learn from them and, and to, uh, you know, also like, you know, like just like have that deeper level of relationship and talk intellectually with them about their experiences and how raising me changed them and to learn more about what it meant for them to be parents, mm. I think has just been such a rewarding experience mm. and I cherish it so much and mm. I, really want to allocate more time for that moving forward it's something that i really want to prioritize mm. wait until you start watching your siblings be parents it's fucking like yeah <laughs> sure oh. yeah yeah well my oh. brother just turned 18 and my sister's 16 so hopefully it's a little bit longer hopefully <laughs> there's a little bit of time yeah a little bit of time <laughs> my yeah. my younger sisters are in grade seven and like one or two years old so mm. yeah, I've got a lot of time. To yeah, do. yeah. Before that'll happen, but yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But there's like that role that I have as like a big brother. Oh yeah. yeah, quite literally. But it's like so interesting. Like between three of us, like such a dynamic, sort of diverse. Yes. Set of upbringings, right? Yeah. Yes. Like, but we all sort of, I, I can see like that appreciation, that respect. Like, see, for me, and you guys might feel differently, but I genuinely think that sibling relationships are the most complicated form of relationship mm. like it is this weird mm. void mm. where you've all had a similar lived experience but not the same lived experience yeah. and you're all coming like yeah with similar I like it's all it's all like um what's that it's like the uncanny valley or something yes. like that when it's like almost yes real but like not and you can or you could end up being like polar opposites and it's so weird residing in a similar living style and be completely different people at your core mm. and that's based off like genetics and stuff as well mm. you know it's just i just think it is an absolutely bizarre relationship and you don't have yeah. to have anything to do with them like no one it's is forcing you to have a, this really deep connection with your sibling 
but you either get that in life sometimes or you work at that in life sometimes or it's just not what and then you or you end up with a chosen family no it's just i just yeah siblings is just blow my mind yeah yeah see i i'm my parents only child Mm. right as a unit Mm. and now i have two sisters that are technically half sisters right Mm -mm. so there's yes a similarity in the biology but totally different yeah upbringings Mm, and just yeah it's it's profound to like be able to connect and reach out see i've got two brothers genetically no similarity yeah like different family yeah (laughs) similar upbringing like same Mm. family upbringing you know but completely different ages like there's three years and then eight years Mm between us yeah. you know yeah and that you, every older sibling as we all are knows it gets easier down the line let's just admit that now yeah <laughs> yeah yeah no i resonate with that real hard mm. yeah yeah mm. last question bang um how do you feel about your relationship with your mother ah! <laughs> it's an interesting one yeah this is hard I would say gratitude. Mm. It's like gratitude. And like, if I was going to sum it up in a word, it was like mm. a deep, oh, it's not a word. It's a sentence, a deep, <laughs> a deep care that I can't even comprehend. Yeah. Like there is a, there is a care that comes from my mother that I don't even understand. And I don't think I'll, I, I don't think I'll understand until I have children. Mm. But like my mom has always been the person that I just understand is like, has taught me so much, has given me so much, like mm. has truly given me so much of her life has gone into me and into my siblings. Um, mm. And I just don't think I'll, I'll ever understand like what that means. But yeah. my understanding of love comes from, from my mom. Mm. Yeah. Mm. so hard to articulate i know it it um feel like it's very naturally evolving and i have a an inherent duty of or feeling to like give back mm. and respect and thank and love mm. that's the best i can do in words mm. It's a lot bigger than that. Mm. Relationship with your mother. Like, what do you think your relationship is with your mother? I can't remember the question. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) The question is, how do you feel about your relationship with your mother? Okay, how do you feel Mm. about it? Like, immensely proud. Like, I could only pray that I could have a similar relationship with my kids, you know? Mm. I just, I think she is the most beautiful human being and I have so much, like, love Mm. and protective. Like, I just want, I, you know, when you have those people in your life and all you want to do is just be able to give them everything that you feel that they should have had, you know? Like, I just, I think she's this amazing stoic woman who again like both of you have said has given so much of her life for her kids and it's 
just it's overwhelming kind of thing you know and even for even not in a not in a as much of a personal way because there hasn't been that time to develop it but in a similar way I have the same feeling for my birth mum you know Mm. like the decisions and the love and the care that it takes to put your children before yourself at at all costs Mm. um, I respect and admire that and I think they're both very strong beautiful physically and internally Mm. ladies and they're like artistic and amazing and yeah Mm. yeah well i think i think the summary of this like set two is really like just a deep sense of gratitude yeah Mm. you know for like all the people in our lives all the experiences we've had and like the people we are to be in this moment and have this conversation Mm. Um, and I'm particularly grateful to share the space with both of you mm. and to have this conversation. Yeah. I think there'll be a lot of moments that I'm cherishing out of this. Mm. Yeah. 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 Well, I think our, our, our handshake and our pat in the back of, has turned more into a hug. I think it's a hug now. Embrace. Yeah. 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 So, um, we still have part three, but I think let's, <laughs> let's call this bit a wrap on, yeah. uh, part two. Um, give ourselves a minute to calm down. Yeah. yeah. Give ourselves some time to process and, and. Yeah, sit with this. Reach out to those who you love. If yeah. you're listening to. Mm. Yeah, yeah, take a moment to breathe that in, because it's. I feel like life gets so busy sometimes. It's like easy to forget or mm. just not have time for like this kind of yeah. sitting in all of who you are and mm. all of the people and moments and memories and experiences that have got you to where you are right now. Mm. Mm. And that's a wrap. <laughs> that's a wrap, boy. <laughs> boy. <laughs>